I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. I feel like before we get started, I'm just going to throw a limerick in here just because it's happy St. Patrick's Day. So this harkens me back to my days as a young lad uh, and, you know, sitting around the uh, the playground just sharing limericks with my friends. Uh, this one was called The Salty Tear. It said, one day my mouth felt so dry and I thought I was about to die. And then I saw the word beer and one salty tear of happiness escape from my eye. <laughs> uh, so with us today, we've got the Dr. Otod. Aloha, laddie boys. Sound guy Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. And producer Joe. Always an O pleasure, gentlemen. Nice. Oh, welcome. It's our third St. Patrick's Day celebration. Can you believe that? Crazy, yeah. That is crazy. Wild. And, and do you remember the last one? Yeah, I think that no. was the last one yeah, <laughs> before the world stopped turning. <laughs> the last yeah. real recording. The yeah. last recording of our St. Yeah. Patrick's Day around Joe's table after dinner yeah. served by Kim. Yeah. We got the news that the delightful Tom Hanks had COVID, yeah. and by the end of the podcast, the NBA basketball had shut down. I think, Talent, you had poured one out for uh, St. Patrick's Day parades, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, the parades and the doctor stuff. was yeah. saying, no, that's not going to And then right. I think we all knew we were, we were heading towards some shutdowns, but I don't think any of us guessed a year later we're still doing this virtually. That's crazy. So I, I know it's early, guys, but I'd like to pull out an early toast to a year ago. Our last real recording. Toast. Oh, I nice. miss it. I last, yeah. Soon enough. There, there is light at the end of the, a green light at the end of the tunnel. There is. We'll get the green light for go. Okay, we're going to be entertaining ourselves and hopefully a listener or two as well with limericks throughout this celebration. Oh, did you say limerick? You wanted another limerick? <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Here it is. What is to our hearts so dear? What makes the whole world cheer? What is it we praise in millions of ways? Could it be a thing other than beer? Ooh. <laughs> I'll go on the record and say no. <laughs> yeah. We are friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And I was going to say a normal, but we're a Limerick podcast now, so I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. give you one more. This one is, uh, <laughs> there once was a girl named Ann Heiser who said that no man could surprise her. But Paps took a chance, found the Schlitz in her pants, and now she is sadder but wiser. <laughs> sadder but wiser. Uh, I like oh, it. Oh, man. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, and lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Find and follow us. Uh, I like beer, the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I like beer, the po one and I like beer, the ta one on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. It's very important for our independent homegrown, just some kids with a dream, little guys out there knocking on doors one at a time, guys trying to make it the world a better place podcast. You don't share. We can't grow. It's true. That is true. And and also, don't forget, you can drink with us still. Even though we are virtual, you can drink and toast us virtually on Untapped. We're easy to find. Just look for us at I Like Beer, the podcast. We're pretty much all under that. And reminder, check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just look up I Like Beer, the podcast on YouTube. Talent and I join forces with author Ryan Wool to discuss books over beers. Yeah. You know what I hear about Ryan? He's a big fan of Limerick. So I'm gonna, I got one for, for him as well. <laughs> it, it's uh, all hail to ye old English ale, ye porter, ye bitter, ye pale. What flavors that linger like old Bishop's finger? They ain't for the weak or the frail. Nice. Nice. And Doc, the bell's not coming out. You're so patient today. Man, I, I, I'm already started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to decipher the Limericks because they're so... I, I'm still processing, yeah, Talents Limericks. Well, let's get to our first beer. It comes from a uh, care of Carl Strauss Brewing, the grandfather of craft beer and, and an old-school San Diego craft brewing. This is a brand-new release. This is the Sundrops Hazy IPA that they sent along to us from their Small But Mighty series. They're low-calorie beers, but they refuse to compromise on flavor. It says it right there. So it's a 99-calorie brew, hazy IPA. 
and I haven't had it yet, but I think talent, you've started it. I did start it. Well, first of all, I'm going to put it this way. If you guys haven't seen it, super intrigued by the small can. It's like a half size can. It's a skinny can. I'm going to call this a skinny can. And so that's very unique. I think from a beer standpoint, it looks very much like what uh, the seltzers are coming in these days. And the fact that they're saying that they can throw in a, a hazy IPA at 99 calories, it has 4% alcohol content, five grams of carbs and uh, one gram of protein. Basically, it's, it is a fruit in a can. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I poured it has great, uh, looks really good. Great color. It's very, it is very hazy. Um, and then you, uh, you taste it and, and, uh, you would not know, like if you did kind of a blind taste that's on this, I don't think you would know that you're tasting uh, a 4% hazy. It's got a lot of flavor, a lot of, a lot of juice in it, a lot of citrus. It's a work beer, man. This is a beer you could probably just put in your, you know, bring to work. People are going to think you're having a like oh, an energy us, drink, but other people, yeah, yeah, an energy. <laughs> drink. Well, I mean, with the fancy, fancy coloring here, it almost looks like an energy drink. Yeah, nobody has to know. And that Amarillo hops comes out, yeah, really nice on it, and, and the oats. You can taste the the oat in there. Yeah, this is delicious. I I really really like it. I think they've done a great job, and I think you know it it will definitely you know cater to a, a maybe an audience as well that is looking for that. You know, I it seems like. And I'm not sure why, but the late latest trend that you're seeing a lot is is uh, no alcohol beers. I think Joe would appreciate those. But um, right now, yeah, yeah, right now, but no alcohol beers. But you know, it's like, why would you go to a? Well, I don't know. I haven't really had any no alcohol beers, so maybe they're really good. So I probably shouldn't judge them. But I mean, if you're looking for something that you know you're a little worried about your figure, like we are, <laughs> this might be a good compromise. <laughs> Tom, you've got one of these. What, what do you think? Well, first of all, I have to agree with talent on this. When you taste it. It feels like it's a heavier, hazy IPA. It's got all the fruits that he mentioned, but there's also a little bit of bitterness in there, at least from my taste. So you really think you're sipping on like a 6 or a 7.0. And then the second part of it is too, is I think if you did bring this into work, just a couple of strategically placed fingers on the can. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's so colorful, somebody would think you might were just drinking some juice out of a can. Yeah, some lemonade. Yeah, right. So hats off to Carl Strauss in that regard. Yeah, I was just at Carl Strauss for my wife's birthday and uh, and enjoyed this there. They had three hazies and I still haven't, there's still a hazy I, I haven't liked or uh, never met a hazy I haven't liked. There you go. So then this one is right up there with them. Excellent. And hey, by the way, San Diegans, you need to go ahead by Carl Strauss. They got great food. They got a great outdoor heaters and lots of space and lots of good beer. So head to Carl Strauss. I'm looking forward to going back when I can sit down and just drink beers and in the sun and, and enjoy it. I agree. It's a straight 4.0 for me. I gave it a 4.1 because I can. Because <laughs> I can. Uh -huh. But I'd be right there with you. Yeah. I'm there with you. I'll give it a four. I'm right there. There you go. Mr. Farrell. Hey, uh, Will, what are you doing? Trying to write a limerick. Most likely. What's it is, your lips? It's so good. Well, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Probably should be having a Guinness, but this is what we have today. There is some green on the can, so I feel like we're okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wish we had a limerick. Oh, what? A limerick? Uh, this one, I think people of a certain age can really appreciate this one. It's called Slow Drowning, and it says a brewery worker named Lee drowned in a vat of brewski. I regretfully say he'd not drowned right away because he climbed out five times just to pee. <laughs> those of us of a certain age might be able to appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm right with, I'm right with Lee on that one. Yeah. Well, if we all have a beer, let's roll out the orchestra. It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I am really enjoying this hazy. 4.1 now, if I could, if I could. Yeah, there you go. I, I agree. I think it's, you know, and again, if you put it, it, it's almost in a category of its own of 99 calorie hazies. It, they did a great job with this. We got some toast to give out. We're, we're such nice people. And it's our St. Patrick's Day episode. So we, we, in the spirit of the season. Yeah. So I, I've got a quick toast to friends of the show. Five Suits Brewing, Nick and Candy Corona. Uh, they had a great week. San Diego Beer News Awards. They got Best Hazy IPA that planet nectar on and and that's as fresh when i just got it fresh because we had it and it was several weeks old and he said if you like it now come back so i i ran in and got some it was only two days old when i got it 
that's as good of a juicy, balanced, hazy IPA as you're likely to have in your lifetime. Shawshank beer, that's what I'm saying. So they got best hazy IPA, best customer service, and best new brewery. How about that for that's fantastic? That's the trifecta. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. And, and their tap room is all set up now. Vegas Lounge time capsule. You walk back in and you feel like Sammy Davis Jr. is going to walk out and greet you uh, with all the red leather and the chandelier and the showgirls out. And I'm looking forward to podcasting from the stage and and hearing Doc perform his Elvis. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Yeah. You bet you can't wait. I'm more excited in watching you perform Elvis than listening. But... Oh, yeah. It's going to be <laughs> sight to behold, boys. <laughs> so listeners, we'll let you know, because I talked to Candy while I was there, and she said, oh, yeah, you're getting the stage. You can just set up right here on the stage. So I guess they weren't bluffing. They, were, they weren't just being Can't nice. Wait. They really want us to come in. Yeah, challenge accepted. Oh. Hey, we're, we're selling tickets to the to Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Talent, you have a toast? Yeah, I'm going to uh, quick toast. I saw this uh, toast in the city of Detroit, so Motor City. This came up, actually, It's it's been a while in the works, and maybe some of you have seen it before, but uh, this began with a viral internet tweet uh, when someone hit up the mayor of Detroit and said, hey, if Philadelphia has a statue of Rocky, why in the hell can't Detroit have one of RoboCop? <laughs> that uh, tweet garnered so much attention that they set up a Kickstarter account that uh, raised enough money, and they have built a uh, ten years later. It's finally completed an eleven foot statue of RoboCop. Uh, so again, uh, you know, it, it has been a rough year on statues this year, but apparently they're coming back. Okay. Uh, so there is going to be an eleven foot statue of RoboCop in Detroit. Uh, only problem right now is uh, they are trying to figure out where it's going to go. Officially, it was supposed to prior, prior to the pandemic, it was going to go in front of the Michigan Science Center. Um, but I guess because of the pandemic, some issues or whatever, um, no one believes in science anymore. I'm not really sure what the issue is, but they uh, are not going to display it there. So they're figuring out where it is. So once we know, once we get the update on that, we'll let you know where you can go in Detroit to see your 11-foot statue of RoboCop. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. There's a pop culture reference for one person to get. <laughs> <laughs> There's some RoboCop fan out there that, that got a, that. There are a lot, obviously a lot in Detroit. <laughs> Any other toasts tonight, fellas? Yeah, I got one for you guys. Uh, and this is a, a nod to the doctor here. I'm going to toast the coral reefs of Fiji. Nice. So you guys uh, may or may not remember back in 2016 when Tropical Cyclone Winston devastated the area. But the Wildlife Conservation Society of Fiji has been monitoring the situation down there in the coral reefs. And five years later, they are pleasantly surprised that the coral reefs are exceeding scientists' expectations as as they discovered the colorful reefs teeming, teeming with fish. Wow. So hats off to the coral reefs of Fiji. And I don't know if you guys can see this or not, but there's a nice cool picture of... Looks like the Doc's Aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Doc's Aquarium is teeming as well. It is teaming. That. It, it is, is definitely teeming. teeming. Beautiful corals. Yeah, nice. Hey, I, I got while while Tom's on the marine science thing here, I, I gotta I gotta toast. I'm gonna toast the people from Texas. Right, the people from Texas during that uh, all the the cold freeze snap and losing their. Can you guys see that? Losing their power. Well, the turtles were cold too. The turtles were like going into they're they like like floating to the surface going and into just their like, shell. Going into into a coma. No, they can't. The sea turtles can't sink their heads and fins what? into the flippers and no into inside their shell. But anyways, Texas got out there. They collected a whole bunch of sea turtles, like hundreds and hundreds of them off the beach. Brought them indoors, warmed them up, and then released them when it when it got warmer outside. So, cheers to you, Texans. Cheers. Good job. Yeah, people helping people. I mean, people helping turtles just brings out the best in it. That's good stuff. I don't know if I'd want to be one of those penguins that we talk about there, but no. good for the yeah. turtles. Yeah. And we're on to roast. And you're up for roast talent. Nobody wanted they, to go toe-to-toe yeah, to toe with you, you with This one might be a little controversial because I know right now they're, they're you don't go anywhere near health professionals, but I'm going to roast health professionals right oh, now. Nice. Here we go. You sure right, you want to go there? Sure. You sure? I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. I think, hey, you know what? I think once I, I uh, throw this out there, you guys will agree with me. So oh, health controversy. Controversy. In the UK. So these aren't our health professionals. Okay. That's, okay. Um, yeah, that's but fine. health professionals in the UK 
Uh, they have uh, officially released a statement instructing nurses at two hospitals there in the UK to stop saying breastfeeding and breast milk and instead use more gender inclusive phrases. Like? <laughs> like. So they would say instead of calling it breast milk, you should call it chest milk or oh, human God. milk, chest milk or human milk, because you want to be more inclusive. Maybe a step too far in the political correctness arena. Doc, you're the resident marine biologist here. Do me a favor. Yeah. Chest and breasts are two different things, correct? Yeah, you know, but I'm seeing especially chest milk from a male. That just like that just sounds like schmegma and dirt. Yeah, you know? uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I think I, they've gone too far on this one. Yeah. Chest milk is beer. I'm sure of that. If we go that, we might as well start calling things like elbow milk yeah, yeah. and kneecap milk. Torso And what's milk. next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So that that right there, I, I do have to roast the health professionals. I think yeah. a step too far. Definitely. It's it's breastfeeding, it's breast milk, and that's we've got to stick with that. There you yeah. go. All right, so that's my roast. So I'm going to take a page out of the doctor's book. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And that sends us off to pours. And I've got a quick pour one out. I'm kind of working off the talents uh, playbook on this one. I'm pouring one out for spring break. Oh, yeah. That's usually your job to do things like that. But this is a very specific spring break. This is spring break for UC Davis Aggies have been asked to give up their spring break. But UC Davis, being the givers they are, have offered to pay students my kind of spring break to make sure that they stay right on campus for spring break. They'll pay them 75 bucks if they promise not to go out and get COVID and bring (laughs) it back. So 75 bucks if you'll stay home or stay on campus. Uh, during your know. spring, give up your spring ah. break, collect a paycheck. So maybe that's a toast too. That's a, that's a lot of cases of Natty Light. That, that'll keep them busy yeah. all week. Yeah. That's what they should do. They should just <laughs> brought in some trucks. Light. That would have yeah. worked well, for me. If they brought in taco trucks and yeah. beer trucks, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why would I leave? Well, that, that, that's you know that little liability there, but you just give them seventy five. Like give them a seventy five dollar gift certificate for Natty Light or to the liquor store or something like that. You know? No, just bring the trucks in, bring yeah, just bring drop them here. off on doorsteps. That's a great that's, idea. That's genius, Doc. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really good. So pouring one out, but I'm also toasting UC Davis for backing it up with a a little paycheck. Talent, you look like you got something serious written down here in the script. Yeah, I've got a. This one's gonna take a little bit. It's gonna be a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, So buckle in, guys. Um, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. That's my line. (laughs) Yeah, this one's. uh, So I'm. I I, because I'm pouring this out, but then uh, you'll see. Just follow along, people. (laughs) Should I take notes? Yeah, take some notes. I always do. Should I start the stopwatch? Ouch. Uh, So I'm pouring one out initially for love. I'm pouring one out for love, guys. Uh Sorry to say. Uh, Valentine's Day is over, uh, and initially now love is over. So obviously, whenever you have relationship troubles, the best place to turn is always the internet. Um, they're there to help you guys. Yeah, they Just are. know that. Okay. Uh, so this story was originally posted uh, on Reddit the other day by a, a woman who was dumped. And she basically just kind of put out her train of thought of what happened with her relationship. And so we're going to follow through a little bit and 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 see what happens here. So okay. these are her posts. Um I, honest to God, have no idea what the F to do. I've been freaking out. So that's her first post. She says, I've been with my boyfriend for nearly three years, and he's followed a vegan lifestyle since he was 18. And then she goes on to the next post. When we moved in together last year, he asked me if I would consider a vegan diet. Okay, I'm going to go red flag right there, but that's what he said. And she goes, (laughs) yeah, I was contemplating going vegan beforehand. So I thought, why not? All right. So that leads us to the first step of it. Now, this is where it gets a little weird. She says, at first it was okay, but <laughs> F and hell. She goes, I was craving chicken McNuggets like there was no tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she says she would literally have dreams where she was surrounded by chicken nuggets. Uh, she says she would watch Matt Stoney videos. I'm like, who's Matt Stoney? And then luckily she put in parentheses, a competitive eater from the U.S. and huh. get so jealous of this guy eating. She said, <laughs> so at least tw- twice a week. She goes, I would sneak out of the house and say, I'm just going to the supermarket or running errands. And then she would go to McDonald's and eat a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of chicken nuggets. That is awesome. She says then she would quickly go to the grocery store and just buy random shit, even though we didn't need it, so that he would think she was really at the supermarket. Because chicken nuggets, that's some quality meat right yeah, there. Yeah, hey, hey, you're Johnson for it. You don't know what's happened to you. You've done the vegan lifestyle. You don't know what it'll do to you. So it says she was doing this for months, and then her ex started getting suspicious. And so yesterday, I guess he, he blew up at her. 
This is when she started putting this rant out on the internet looking for advice uh, and accused her of cheating on him because of the amount of times she would leave the house and refuse to let him come with her. Uh. And so he broke up with her. She tried to come clean with him and say, hey, this is what I was really doing. And he refused to believe her. He thinks I'm lying about going to McDonald's and he's convinced I'm just covering it up and then I'm sleeping with another guy. She's like, how would I prove to him? This is where she's asking for advice. How can I prove to him that I haven't been cheating? I never thought my relationship would end over something so stupid. So first thing to me was like, why can't you just get the receipts and show how many times you've gone? But whatever, that was beside the point. They didn't get it. So anyways, I read that, saw that. I felt really bad for this young vegan couple and dealing with the McNuggets. Or, uh, it, it, it is a poll. Um, so I was ready to pour one out for love. And then I saw this. Oh, uh-oh. And I'm like, hey, love's going to be okay. 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 So this is where the roller coaster goes. Okay. Here we go. I don't think I saw this, but Nicolas Cage got married for the fifth time oh. to a woman in Vegas who is four years younger than his oldest son from one of his four previous marriages. So I said, wow, love is back. There you go. And it said Cage, who's 57, and Rico Shibata, who's 26. They met in Japan about a year ago. Apparently, I've been doing some dating online, and he said that uh, Cage uh, revealed that they got engaged over FaceTime. Very romantic. Very nice. And then they got married last month in a small and intimate ceremony in Las Vegas. And Cage said, hey, I got her a black diamond engagement ring because her favorite color is black. And uh, I customized it and personalized it, and I actually sent it to her via FedEx. So there you have it. Love is back. There you have it. Uh, For those keeping score at home, Cage has been married to four different women, Patricia Arquette from 1995 to 2001, Lisa Marie Presley from 2002 to 2004, Alice Kim from 2004 to 2016, Erica Koike for just four days in 2019. <laughs> and hey, who knows? Fifth time's the charm. We'll see how long this one nice. lasts, man. Via the internet, they got married, they got engaged, got married in Vegas. I don't see how this could go wrong. So love is back, guys. Love there is back. There you go. So, so do you toast Nicolas Cage there for never giving up on love? Keeping I think trying? you toast him for bringing love back and showing us all that, hey, it, you cannot be defeated by vegans. No, you can't. Yeah. Nice. So, hey, you said Nicolas Cage met over FaceTime. Remember, he had a movie called Face Off. That is true. There you That's go. Yeah. The course of true love never did run smooth, said Shakespeare. Uh, so That's we're two weeks good. in a row, your yeah. go-to Shakespeare quoting Boom. Uh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you provide any advice about the chicken nuggets? Yeah. I, well, like I said, I think... Uh, she kept it a cash business, maybe. <laughs> that's a tough one. I, I mean, obviously, the first bit of advice I would have, I think you guys should talk a little bit about that, but mine would be never be, never date a vegan. <laughs> I mean, that? that would be the, the first place I would yeah. go, especially if you're that much of a fiend for chicken nuggets that you dream about them at night that you're... Yeah, yeah right. I've uh, never had that dream. She obviously was cheating on him. I mean... And I agree with Doc. I think if, if I was trying to make that a go and I was jonesing for... Meat, I don't think chicken McNuggets are the way I would be. I'd I think be thinking some about ribs them. or something. Yeah, nice you know? ribs or filet yeah. or something like that. But there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, Pour One Out. I feel like before we go on, we got to lighten the mood here again. A, a limerick. It's limerick time. Guys. Please. It's limerick time. Yes. I'm going to go hear this one. It says, uh, you get what you pay for. It's true what they say about ale when it has grown quite stale. It smells like a skunk, but still gets you drunk. <laughs> I guess that's why this was on sale. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, yours are beer th- drinking thing, beer yeah. themed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, what I was amazed with, how many limericks there are? You could basically live your life in limericks, which would be a wonderful way to live. Yes, it would. I was telling you guys, I, yeah. I, I, I taught scuba in Papua New Guinea, pre-family, pre-everything. And uh, I, my roommate was this guy named Fergus from Ireland. And he basically, he spoke in limericks. It was He was the most unbelievable guy to, to sit and chat with, have a beer with at, after the end of the day. And uh, he just spoke in limericks. It was, it was wonderful. I just sat and listened. I had a professor at Palomar College who had been a world war one veteran. And so he was an old timer and he just one time talked about the magic of limericks. And then for about 25 minutes, just rattled off from memory, the dirtiest, nastiest <laughs> limericks. Yeah. 
And we were laughing so some people got up and left. They were they were offended, but the rest of us were just laughing so hard. And I couldn't remember any of them after because I'd laughed so hard. I could only remember the very last one he told. I couldn't remember any of the others. <laughs> they were so good. Uh, what was the last one? Uh okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm doing it. Do it. There Do once it. was a man from St. Clair who loved to do his girl on the stair. On the fifty second stroke, the banister broke. He finished her off in midair. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your professor telling you these. Yeah, that's, wow. yeah, that's a great class. I thought he was a popular professor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's I think great. we need a beer. I agree. And this beer is... Oh, there we oh, go. thank you. Right on time. Uh, this is thank you to Kayla from Ballast Point Brewing, who's been on our show. Big friend of the show. Uh, she shared this beer with us, sent me a message and said this is a research and development concoction that she wanted to share and wanted us to try on the podcast. We're all familiar with their amazing Piper Down Scottish Ale. Yes. Yes. Had that in the on the keg a few times. In fact, it's one of the first beers I remember having with Joe, uh, having dinner at Ballast Point. And we had that and the pumpkin version of it. So fond memories. Yep. But she, she uh, sent us a message, said, come on down, pick up some crowlers. So she gave us 32-ounce crowlers each. <laughs> Thank you, Kayla. Yes. Sorry, Padme. They've taken their amazing Piper Down Scottish Ale, and they've added Pequin peppers. And I, I looked up some reviews on this. I haven't tasted it yet. Certainly, there have been mixed reviews, which is going to happen when you, A, you mess with a tried-and-true formula like Piper Down, and B, you add peppers to beer. You're not gonna. You're not gonna hit everybody's. Uh, I'm gonna hit everybody. Yeah. You're not hitting mine. So instead, boys, I'm drinking a Guinness. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I've got a toast because you, you know we're Irish. They're toastings. Here we go, boys. Been friends a long time. May the hinges of our friendship never grow rusty. Oh, that's cheers. Nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. Wow. I. This is. Uh... Picante is the word that comes to mind when I'm Picante. drinking this. I have, I have just smelled it so far. I haven't tasted it. it yeah, it me too. With no head on it, so that that's yeah. I'm worried about that. It smells delicious. No, I'm gonna wait. I'm not. I'm gonna leave mine. Oh, I, I am a person who really enjoys peppers. I like all kinds of chilies and peppers. Oh, I do to eat. My, but I, don't, I don't like them oh. in my beer. I'm seeing a lot of. Gr- I thought it might be a mild pepper. This is like heavy hit. It is back peppery. of the throat. I really like it, but I like peppers. I like regular Piper down better, uh, but it has a instant burn. Then it hits the back of the throat, but then it goes away, which I'm guessing was hard for them to do or they got lucky, but it is super pepper forward. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, that, that would be my question. So like, again, I'm, I'm not a fan of peppers in beer. I have not been. I'll second that. That being said, I, I do find it's one of those ones. I mean, you can drink this. If you like it, you're going to like it. But I almost feel like I'm lo- I've am lost the Piper Down flavor because yeah. uh, it's so overwhelmed by the pepper. In fact, you know what? I'm going to rate this using a limerick. <laughs> it says, oh, pity the innkeeper's plight when his customers night after night order only pale brew and brown ale askew for his dark is much worse than his light. Oh, there you have it. Well, we're having Thai food for dinner, so I'm going to keep with this peppery, spicy, and see what happens as it warms up. I I really like it. It's making my mouth water. Water. But uh, if I had my preference, just give me regular old Piper down. But I like this funky, spicy thing. But I bet I'm in the minority. Tom, what do you think? Well, I I have to say it really threw me because... You know, you take a smell of it when you first open it, and it smells really appealing, you know, a la Piper Down. But then you taste it, and it's like Talent said, that pepper just comes up and bites your throat. Um, So I wasn't expecting it at all. Because you don't smell the pepper at all. So it just just attacks your throat. But like you said, though, it kind of calms down once it's gone down your throat a little bit. Yeah, this this is a strong one. And uh, I think I'm going to let it sit like you and see if it calms down a little bit. I feel like this would be a really good beer. Like if you were feeling sick and you needed just to open up the, the oh, 100%. <laughs> open up your, your uh, 100%, sinuses yeah. and everything else. You drink a couple of these and you're probably feeling pretty good and, and your sinuses are wide open and uh, 
I mean, I, it's honestly, you can tell it's a, it's a, it's a well-crafted beer and, and that kind of, I'm just not a pepper guy. So yeah, it definitely wake up your senses. That's for sure. I, I foresee me really enjoying my, my six to eight ounce pour, but I'm not getting through 32 ounces no. by myself. <laughs> a no. crowler of no. this no. by yourself is, uh, you'd have to really like pepper. Thank you, Kayla. But I, I do like it. I'm giving it a, I, I think I give Piper down a four, seven, five. It's almost a perfect Scottish ale to me. Yeah. Uh, but this would get a four or four, two, five. If I, if I could score things like talent, it would be a 4.15. Wow. That's impressive. Cause, cause he can do that, but you better like peppers or don't get, don't even bother. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And we got a limerick for us. Limerick. You want a limerick? Yes, I do. <laughs> I got a limerick. You ready? Here it is. It says, what is hoppy and brings us good cheer? Not a froggy, I promise, my dear. It's brown, black and tan, and can come in a can. It's deliciously wonderful beer. Cheers. 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 Team, last St. Patrick's Day, we had a hunch things would be changing. We didn't know we'd still be sheltering with beer in place so long. With most things still closed up here in San Diego, I thought maybe we could use this St. Patty's Day as a chance to dream a little. So I, I asked the ILB team to go on a quest for a great pub that you wish you could be at today, that we wish we could gather at today. So I don't know if you use Yelp, Google, whatever resource you used. Ladies and gentlemen, this is St. Patrick's Day Dream Pub. Hey, before we get started on this, Jeff, I'm just going to go back to this beer. I find myself like a vegan around Chicken McNuggets. I keep going back for a little bit, little sips, little sips, little sips right now. So uh, it's it's growing on me. Don't growing give on up me. on it. Yeah. Don't, please don't give up on it. Yeah. Keep working. Keep working. <laughs> hey, Tom, did you find yourself a dream pub? You know, I actually found myself two. You know, I, I was thinking about St. Patrick's Day. I thought the task was one, but okay. No. And well, you know. I, if we hey, can have two. I, I, I'm I'm trying to be like you and do thorough research. Here. All right, good call. So, since it was St. Patrick's Day and I'm the senior Irishman of the crew here, right. I figured I had to go back to my roots, and I searched out McMahon's Bar nice. in Ireland. Nice. So, in just outside of Dublin, there's a little bar uh, called McMahon's Bar, and if if I had my druthers. I'm going to hit that place. That's on my bucket list now when I get to Ireland. That sounds like a limerick, Tom. If I had my druthers, I don't know. You got to work <laughs> that in. Go that with my like brothers. Be, I, your limerick I, is I almost my, right in itself right now. I got, I got Tom McMahon had his druthers. Go with yes. my brothers. Uh, I, I got a Tom McMahon lyric coming okay. up here. Ooh. The other one that I really, really would like to go to is Johnny Fox's in Glen Cullen, Ireland. Uh, that one is, according to Guinness, over 200 years old. I, I saw that in my research. Nice call. And that that one just, you know, so much history, so much different musical traditions, Irish storytelling. You know, it seems like it would just be a great place to hang out and listen to people, tell stories, listen to brilliant Celtic music, uh, and just get lost in the environment that you're in. So uh, hats off to Johnny Foxes. Hope to be there someday. Cheers. Thank you, Tom. Cheers. Nice. Hey, Joe, what'd you find? I found 10 pubs. So. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite of the 10 happened to be. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, I picked O'Neill's Victorian Pub and Townhouse in Dublin, uh, tied to a story. So when in 2017, we went over to Europe with the kids, and Kim and I left Austria and allowed the kids to fly over to Ireland. And it was kind of a stressful thing. You know, they were late teens at that point. And so they went to Ireland and Joey FaceTimed me from O'Neill's Victorian pub. And he had just heard a cover band play a U2 song and he was uh -huh. all jazzed <laughs> and painted a beautiful picture in my head. And uh, so I would love to go back there uh, with him and with you guys and hang out at that pub and uh, experience what he did because I have yet to go to Ireland. So, Oh, me too. 
Me too. I think we have that plan for one of our 20, 2025, right? I think yeah, it's be, I believe uh, it's got to be 2025. Yeah. They're starting to crowd up. The, the they are trying, right. 2025 is yeah. looking good. What about you, Doc? What'd you find? Yeah, well, I was, you know, I was researching for 2025. I'm thinking, okay, where are we going to go? So, I, I've got, of course, I was looking in Ireland, and I looked at the top pubs, and they all looked great. We, you know, we got to spend more than a week, maybe. But I found one that looked particularly interesting. It was McCarthy's Tipperary, which is a pub that doubles as an undertaker's. So Ooh. I thought, that, that's two for one, right? <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. That sounds very interesting. The story behind that, yeah. that needs to be heard, right? Yep. So we got to go. There's got to be a lot. I'm looking forward to drinking some Guinness and listening to some good stories, some good music. There you go. Can't go wrong. Excellent choices so far. We're, we're basically doing talent's work of putting the agenda together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The itinerary. That's perfect. I like this. The shirt's writing itself. Yeah. And talent, what did you find? Well, I, I strayed and I did not stay in Ireland. Uh-huh. And I found the Wild Rover. Oh, you're we off. Yes, I'm sorry. The Wild Rover, which is in La Paz, Bolivia. Mm. Okay, makes sense. Oh, you're we we off. Yeah, we off. Uh, but here's the thing about this place. It is the world's highest Irish pub. It's located at the highest altitude of Irish pubs in the world. And so I think that would be a really cool place just to go, just to have bragging rights to say, yeah, I drank at the highest Irish pub. And the other thing that's kind of cool about it, it's actually um, on the second floor of one of the uh, La Paz's backpacker hostels. That's so can you nice. you can imagine the crowd. You got you got backpackers from nice. probably all over the world. It says there's genuine Irish staff there that that ha- you know work at the pub. Nice. Um, so it sounds like it'd just be a kind of a cool place. Uh, I've always got to get a to go t-shirt to... from there. Yes. And, I, uh, I always, yeah. So and what's the altitude? Yeah. Uh, you know I don't know what the altitude of La Paz is, but it's very high up in the Andes. I think uh, Mr. Google could probably tell us if we really yeah. want to. Yeah. Do. You got to get the t-shirt. I got high at the Wild Rover. Exactly. I had a feeling that you'd be south of the equator. I just had a feeling. Yeah, that makes sense. How about you? I was thinking about our our future tours as well, actually doing recon for that and and ran across. I didn't find Todd's. That docs, yours sounds awesome. So I will be doing some more research on that. There you go. But I found... But I thought, and I found a whole bunch, but the, the location I found was the Dingle Peninsula oh, down nice. the southwestern coast, just because I, I thought, how does Doc not leave our trip without a shirt right. that says, I love Dingle? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just Dingle itself, you know, history goes back to the 12th century and the Norman Conquest, all kinds of hiking. Gaelic is spoke as much as English. So you're going to get that, that whole vibe going. And then... The center of town has a ton of pubs, so I, I certainly would start a, with a pint at Dick Max, another oh, yeah. t-shirt worthy place. Yeah. Head over to O'Flaherty's. Got to go to Droikhead Big, and I'm stopping off at Henny Agnes Pub, which looks like it's right out of Waking Ned Divine. <laughs> <laughs> but my dream pub is a mile or so away from the center of town, uh, out on the coast. It's Tig Brick Pub. And it's connected to the West Cary Brewery. Oh, yeah. Oh. So it's a pub and a brewery with an air bed and breakfast. Nice. Oh, so, we'll just stay there. It's all in one. Right. The brewery, they make their beer from their own well water 100 feet below the oh. brewery. Uh, their porter had all kinds of uh, all kinds of reviews that were just amazing. Chocolate with coffee notes, ri- right. dark rich porter. But the beer that really caught my eye was their festive IBA, Irish Black Ale made with roasted barley, but then they blend it with fruity, hoppy summit hops. So it has this American twist on an Irish classic. So that sounded great. And then I was looking through the reviews and some of the reviews just, they were delightful. Best beer we had in two weeks of touring Ireland's pubs and breweries. How about that? I mean, that's that's all I need to know. We got to wait four more years. That's a long time to wait. This one said, remote location, places almost always empty except a few locals. Nice. That's that's what I want. Yeah. We can be locals that's too. That's not a, that's that's good news. Yeah. Yes. This one said, fabulous brewery. My kids thought they were in a fairy tale. Oh, nice. Huge fireplace, huge selection of books. We had beer, soup, bread, and cake. Oh, my gosh. All which was delicious. That sounds fantastic. 
right? Uh, the recurring comments over and over again about the location on the Dingle Peninsula, but that the owners, brewers, and bartenders enjoyed having a pint with their guests at the fireplace. Live local music on Fridays. Let's go on Friday. Right. But yeah. here's what they have the rest of the week. A giant vinyl collection. You pick the records oh, and, and spin them yourself. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Right. And then the last two comments I saw, uh, reviews I saw that, that to sum it up here, this one just said magic, pure and simple. All right. That needs to drop to the top of the list now. And yeah. this one said, this one just sounded Irish to me. I don't know why. It just sounded like someone that knew what they were talking about. It says, great place for a quiet pint and a ponder. And a ponder. <laughs> <Nice>. yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm not great. entirely sure what that means. Yeah, but, oh, but, it sounds, but you, you it. know, but at the same point, you know what it means. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, for our listeners, you know. uh, Jeff, you got to tell us, what was, the, what was the movie you had me watch? Was that in Ireland or was that Waking Ned Divine? Yeah, Waking yes. Ned Divine. That's a great yeah, movie. that was a good one. I will be watching that on St. Patrick's Day, yeah. as always. If we watch so that, those of you who have not seen Waking Ned Divine, yeah, you want, a, you want a little Irish culture. Make sure you buy some Guinness beforehand. Got some Guinness ready. And a proper glass. St. Patrick's Day uh, tradition. Waking Ned Divine. Absolutely. Or the Dairy Girls. Either one. You can watch either one. I love the Dairy Girls. But yeah, Waking Ned Divine is fantastic. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I will say this. Tonight, I will now be uh, not dreaming about Chicken McNuggets, but I will be dreaming about uh, Cary Brewing and uh, their pub. West Cary Brewery. And, and if you want to stay the night, you can stay in the Brewer's Lodge. Oh, my gosh. So oh, they, you, right. they have it all set up so you can stay right there. That's fantastic. I'm in. Okay. I think we're planning yeah. our trip right right here I in front of everyone. Uh, I think so. Listeners, what was it, 2025 you said, Doc? 2025. All yeah. right. 2025. Clear your calendars, listeners. Join us. That's it. For sure. We should host a bunch of listeners and just go as a big troop. <laughs> right. Anyone still holding on to a limerick? I got two. All right. Let's hear them. Oh, theme of the night. Tom's got two. <laughs> Tommy Two Tone. One's a little hanging a little lower than the other one. <laughs> so the the first one I found and uh, thought was appropriate for the Irish theme. Have you ever come out of a dream and things aren't the way they should seem? You're in mystery's thrall when you slowly recall the twenty three shots of Jim Bean. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. And th this is the one, you know, I accepted uh, Influencer's Challenge of writing my own. Uh-oh. Oh, fantastic. So, if you are wondering which beer Tom had, a, <laughs> you'd be right if you said Sierra Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> that green bottle of pale ale is this Irishman's favorite without fail. When he runs out, He's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We found well you another gift. Well done. <laughs> He's Irish. Well knew? done, Tom. Of course. Who knew? I liked it. What about you, Joe? Did you find yourself a limerick to share? I have one, but I'm embarrassed by it now with all these great beer limericks. <laughs> Let's go. For it. Here it goes. It. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's a uh, Enlightenment period uh, limerick, right? So. There, and it's a derivative of drinking. So there was a young lady named Alice who was known to have peed in a chalice. It was the common belief. It was done for relief and not out of Protestant malice. <laughs> well done. Well done. I oh, like that's that. excellent. That's an excellent one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What'd you find, Doc? All right. Are we ready? We're yeah. ready. Uh, another one about a young lass. There was a young girl from Rabat who had triplets, Nan, Pat, and Tat. It was fun in the breeding, but hell in the feeding, as she found she had no tit for Tat. <laughs> that's a well, that's cheers, that's cheers, cheers. Uh, that was Irish. Yeah. Tell me, did you save any? I got one more if you want. Okay, I got right. another beer one here. This is, uh, I'm going to stay in line with uh, with Joe, and I'm going to talk about the monks of Manuler. Nice. Some merry old monks of Manuler found life was becoming much duller. They brewed a fine ale in a massive big pail, and they found that their lives were much fuller. There you go. That's awesome. How about you, Jeff? What'd you find? I, I tried to write 
a limerick. I, I tried multiple times. Uh, they kept ending up being about Joe for some reason. <laughs> I, I tried to write one, you know, the standard. There once was a man who loved ale even more than his wife, Abigail, out to the pubs he'd roam, and then he'd stumble back home. So Abby sold the house and set sail. And I thought, okay, this is not, this. these are pedestrian. That's so then good. I thought, I'm going to try, I like beer one. Nice. There were pals from San Diego who thought their gags were a show. Let me try again. There were pals from San Diego who thought their gags were a show. So they drank a few drafts, recorded a few laughs, and left the rest to Joe. Nice. Nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah. good. And then I settled with this one. Five friends made up a show. Two Jeffs, a Todd, a Tom, and a Joe. Sharks, bidets, toast, roast, and pour. Two beers became three, then four, then more. Enough to get to jail stories in Mexico. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. You know, my syllables are all off there. Uh, yes. I would not accept that work from my students. Jeff, speaking of Mexico, that first one, you left out the easy one. All those rhymed with Mexican jail. Yeah. Uh, uh, Abigail should end up in a Mexico, Mexican jail. jail. She, she could have. Maybe she will. Uh, I'll try harder next year, listeners. Nice. Or, or not at all. And unless I'm terribly mistaken, Doc has one more St. Patrick's Day treat for us. Oh, yes, laddie boys. Welcome to another edition of Beer or Not to Beer. Today, we have not talked about leprechauns enough, so our theme is leprechauns. Yes, yeah. Those little fairy green guys. Let's welcome another Jeff. Jeff at large. Jeff at large. And not so much out large anymore because you can't go anywhere. That's a good point. Good Jeff point. at home. Right. Jeff at home. Jeff at home. Jeff at home. Welcome, guest player Jeff at large, who used to be our correspondent in the field, bringing us beers from all over the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. But now you you still bring me beers. So I, I sometimes yeah. share, but mostly I keep them to myself. Welcome, Jeff. Jeff Ostoffel, are you ready for beer or not a beer? I am ready. I have a beer in hand, so I'm good. What are you drinking? Uh, just what I brought you the other day. A nice kickback relax from uh, Alesmith. A crushable India Pale Ale, also known as just a pale ale. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So you're hoping to get on the scoreboard, Jeff Ostoffel. Here we go. The first one. You, you guys probably didn't know, but leprechauns, they're, they're kind of lonely sometimes. They're loners. Doc, are you just assuming Sean remembers how to play the game just because he was a guest last week? <laughs> you mean Jeff Ostoffel? <laughs> no, Sean from last no, week. Sean, just yeah, assuming. Yeah. All right. Once again, people, I'm going to name four beers. Three are actual beers. One, I pulled out of a leprechaun's hat. Here we go. So find the beer that I pulled out of a leprechaun's hat. The first one, yeah, again, leprechauns are lonely. They're looking for love. So the first one is they may, you know, they may go to the wrong place. They might go to a, a leprechaun strip bar and they might get a leprechaun lap dance. That is beer number one, leprechaun lap dance. If that doesn't do it, they might try out, use some of their leprechaun love potion on a lass, a young lass. And that is beer number two, leprechaun love potion. And then if that works, they, they meet a young lass and they spend the night. He might have a little leprechaun cuddle. That is beer number three, leprechaun cuddle. And if he wakes up in the morning and he doesn't know what to do, he might be in a leprechaunundrum. That is beer number four, <laughs> leprechaunundrum. So once again, the four beers are leprechaun lap dance, leprechaun love potion, leprechaun cuddle, and leprechaun conundrum, which is not a beer. And guests go first. Jeff Ostoffel, which beer is not a beer? Oh my gosh. They all sound so good. <laughs> seems so easy when you're just a listener. It huh? does seem uh -huh. easy. I'm going to have to go with the leprechaun lap dance. Leprechaun lap dance. All There's right. Well, that seems difficult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and our true Irishman, which beer is not a beer? You, you must be the expert on leprechauns. Yeah. Maybe. Come on, Tom. I, I have to say, this is a conundrum. Mm -hmm. Is your choice leprechaunundrum? I think I'm going to go with that. What the heck? Leprechaunundrum. Okay. And Joe. 
I'm going to go with the uh, resident leprechaun expert's choice. Leprechaunundrum. Leprechaunundrum. Okay. That is Joe. And let's go with influencer Jeff. I really want leprechaunundrum to be a beer. I want all of the leprechaunundrum. <laughs> I want a shirt. I want a hat. And I want all the beer. So I, I don't want to pick that one because I want that to you be a beer so bad. So bad. So I'm I'm going with uh, Jeff at large. A leprechaun lap dance just sounds too too hard. Leprechaun lap dance. All right. And talent. Oh, talent. Oh, uh, yeah. I think uh, I'm going to go leprechaun cuddle. Leprechaun cuddle. All right. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, people at home, we had leprechaun lap dance. Leprechaun Love Potion, Leprechaun Cuddle, and the Leprechaunundrum. So no one chose Leprechaun Love Potion, which actually is an IPA from Tattered Flag Brewery in New England. We also had Leprechaun Lap Dance, really is a beer. Oh. It is a stout. It's from Bearded Owl Brewing in Peoria, Illinois. Sorry, mm, sorry, bro. guest yeah. Jeff and Jeff. Uh, so now we're down to Leprechaun Cuddle or the Leprechaunundrum. Well, the Leprechaunundrum really is a black IPA Good. from Picaroons Brewing in New Brunswick. The beer I made up, Talent picked it, the Leprechaun Cuddle. Nice. Well done, Talent. All right. Good yeah. job, Talent. Got I have uh, Talent. That's two since we've kept score, yeah. I think. Yeah. And the rest of you all are at one. No, I'm at a bagel. I'm at, I'm at a bagel. <laughs> on a bagel yeah Joe's at a bagel so hey thank you guys listeners at home are you keeping score at home how many do you have right join us next time for another edition of beer or not to beer thank you doc thank you Jeff at large for popping in to join us for the show and for the game uh, Jeff at large when you do get to go out again free reign to go wherever you want where are you heading out to where are you going to taste beers gosh you put me on the spot with that one i want to hit places in san diego that i haven't gotten to try yet or just haven't been to in so long i'd love to get some mother earth beer that i haven't had in a while but maybe a trip i know somewhere out to arizona or somewhere in there sounds good but i, I did hear a little bit of your conversations about trip to Ireland and there's a place at the tip of Scotland called John O'Groats. And I watched this story from Ewan McGregor going from the tip of Scotland to the tip of Africa. And there's a John O'Groats brewery. So someday I got to get there. Nice. You saved your answer with that because otherwise you were wrong. The correct answer would have been Tig Brick yeah. and West Kerry Brewery in Dingle. Ireland. Uh -huh. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> you know, the heat on this Ballast Point Piper down with the Pequin peppers, it, it dials way down as the beer warms up and I'm liking it even more. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. It's, it's, I think it was when it was really cold. It was like the, the pepper was overwhelming it. Um, now you still get the pepper, but it's, you're getting the other flavors are coming through as it, as it's warmed up. It has gotten even better. So if you order yourself a 32-ounce crowler of this, don't give up on it. That's what I'm saying. But you might want to stick with just a pint and let it sit at the end of the table and warm itself up. Tom, you getting the same things out of it? I am, and I, I would be along those lines. The, the shock factor is worn off, if you will. Um, and I would probably do the same thing. Order a pint, set it at the end of the bar, order another pint, and enjoy that one, <laughs> and then come back to this one. So thank you once again to Kayla, Ballast Point Brewing. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We hope you had as much fun as we've had. We'd love to keep rhyming, dream pubbing, and drinking. But right now, we got to run. There's a county map to go with the wall of hurl. A stick and a shinty ball to brick the brack to crack and all. Let's call it an Irish pub.